0: Hey friend, thank you for listening to the get ready to shine podcast. Now, more than ever, it's so important for you as an entrepreneur to create the business of your dreams, one that is fulfilling and 100% on your terms. In this podcast, I share loads of inspiration so you can start running your business authentically, effortless and full of confidence. Are you ready and committed to making a difference in other people's lives? If yes, tell me, how can I help? Hi, hi, beautiful people! It's Monday and I'm extremely happy because today is the launch of my storytelling program, the first one. And until Friday, you get a very special discount. Ooh, yes, 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 I'm excited already. A few people are joining this and um if you're interested just hop on to my link minimalu.com story selling and join us it will be a lovely group there will be limited spots available so if you want to join us and start on may 31st you kind of need to be fast <laughs> okay a very important topic in this story selling program is actually storytelling and in module 3.2 i am talking about how to use storytelling in your marketing and um, today i would like to give an example of the who am i story so i'm using my own story as an example and it's the one that i actually wrote when i started minimal U in 2018 And, but first I would like to give you a little background because when you use storytelling as your marketing tool, there are five primary types of stories to tell. And the first one is the, who am I story? The second one is the, why am I here story? The third one is the visionary. The fourth one is an educational story. And the fifth one is, I know what you're thinking. That's a branding story. Often people use storytelling unconsciously and it really can serve a significant purpose. So I'm taking you with me back to 2010 when I went to Suriname, so I'm going to tell you a story today and think about it as the Who Am I story. Okay, it all started during my trip to Suriname in February 2010. I was studying for my bachelor in edu- education to become a primary school teacher. I went with my fellow students to South America for three weeks to make a round trip and teach at different schools. The people in Suriname either live in Paramaribo or in the jungle. There's really no other option. This kind of gave me a cultural sh- cultural shock, because where I come from in the Netherlands it's very crowded and we have many cities and villages everywhere. And the jungle has affected me enormously, I will tell you why. We had to take a flight from Paramaribo to the central of the country in order to get into the jungle. When I arrived on the airport, I couldn't see much. We were allowed to take a small bag with only the necessary items, otherwise it would be too heavy in the plane. I was the lucky one because I got to sit in front next to the pilot and could see Suriname from above. This was amazing. The trees looked like broccoli and I could only see nature. No buildings, no open spaces, only trees. It was beautiful. But at the same time I was a bit excited some people had told us that we had to land on grass and if we weren't on time we would end in the water and don't get me wrong i'm really a daredevil and i love excitement but this time i was actually in an old plane and i just couldn't imagine what an airport in the nature should look like and eventually it all went very well and when we got out of the airplane we were welcomed by the local people who would bring us to the boats. The airport was a wooden house. (laughs) We waited for the other airplanes to arrive and then went to the river, where I became very emotional. Now that I'm writing the story, I can feel again what it was like to be there. I saw three wooden boats made out of large trees with small men waiting for us to welcome us to their villages. For a moment I felt like Pocahontas and asked, asked if I could sit in the front of the boat. If I remember correctly, it took about 40 minutes to arrive in Awaradam. I call it a tiny island in the jungle, surround, surrounded by wild waters. We all got our own wooden huts and there was a large restaurant with local food and colorful wooden interior. And next to the island, we could swim in natural pools with snakes and alligators. And if the women were having their period, they were not allowed to enter the water. But luckily, we didn't see any dangerous animals. The other days, we went to a primary school to teach in different classes. We visited the villages, danced with the locals who were making music for us. We walked into the jungle and I drank water from a tree. And for the first time in my life I re- really felt alive. I was part of something bigger that I, than I could ever imagine and I started thinking about my life in general. Some of the people who lived here never went to Paramaribo. They don't know what a tv is and have no clue about what's going on in the world. They live in wooden huts, Provide their own food and they wash their clothes in the river. The men they go into the forest during the day to make boats out of trees. There is nature, food, music, fun and the people all have huge smiles on their faces. I really could feel their genuine happiness and satisfaction. The days passed and while being in this beautiful country I started worrying about going back to the Netherlands to life with a clock, money, appointments, expectations, stress, hard work and my addiction to the smartphone. I just couldn't understand why we live like that. It made me kind of sad knowing that people with less are so much happier and that we are stressing so much. This was a moment that I wanted to change things drastically. The first thing that I decided was to not watch or read any more news. This allowed me to avoid being dragged into the negativity in the world every day. I knew better. The world is a beautiful place and I want to experience this with my own eyes. As crazy as it sounds, when I came back to the Netherlands, my life soon went on again. I got back back into the western spiral of routines and hard work and after finishing my bachelor in education I started working in an American company in the medical world. I never started working on a primary school because I got gotten a nice job in HR and in no time I worked more than 40 hours had my own apartment with a beautiful view and I got used to the nice salary. Did it really make me happy? More often in the morning, I didn't feel like starting work, but my colleagues always made it a party, so I just kept going. Until the moment I had to take a personality test. They wanted to give me a permanent contract, but then they require a Gallup test. And everyone in the company gets this, because then the company knows that you are a fit to their mission and values. And guess what? I failed the test. After working there for 5 years, the test said I wasn't the right fit for the company. That was a bit of a swallow, but strangely enough I was relieved the next day. If I don't fit in with the company, the company doesn't fit me either. Wouldn't this otherwise cause friction in the future? This gave me a sense of relief and I decided to quit a few months later. I ended up with a video in YouTube about our lives, shown in a timeline. Basically our life is fun during our childhood and during retirement. Everything in between is seen as working time. This is from an age from 18 to 68, it's a very long time. And the boy in the video indicated that it is so important to do something that you enjoy. That stayed with me and I started looking for what I really like in life. The problem has always been that I seem to like everything. That has advantages, but it is always confusing for me. I have no focus and I can be found everywhere, but also nowhere. Deep down I knew that I wanted to start for myself. Starting a company where I, where I could help others and where I could improve the world. Traveling is my greatest passion, I love cultures and I believe that we stress too much in the western world. Suriname came up there again and I decided to make a blog. Since I knew that one day I would like to live abroad and travel the world, I decided to make the blog in English. I started looking for words related to positivity and ended up with giddy laughter. On my blog I wanted to write about other cultures. How do they find their happiness? What habits and routines do they have? How is it possible that people from other countries are sick less often than we are? I made a website and started my blog with full courage. After a while I noticed that my spirits fell because the stories did not spread. I didn't really have the knowledge or I wasn't dedicated enough to improve this blog. So I decided to quit and in between the documentary, Minimalism was released on Netflix. I watched this one right away because it really interested me. And while watching the documentary, I realized that I was already living quite minimalistic. I am an expert at giving things away that do not add value. I do not just buy things like crazy that end up somewhere in a corner. I do appreciate empty spaces, I really like quality time with loved ones, and I know that making good money in a job that I don't like can make me very unhappy. I have to do something with this, I felt it throughout my body. People can learn so much from this and above all benefit from it. A few months later I was sitting in a cafe with a friend and she asked me for advice. She said that she was always so happy to talk to me and that I gave good advice that she could really use. I told her about minimalism and the idea that I wanted to do something with it. She immediately confirmed to me that it suited me very well. A month later I came up with the name Minimal U and I quit the job I had at that moment. Eight years after my Suriname trip I finally started my business in April and it is a a dream come true story ever since I followed my heart. Did you know that storytelling always has been a primary method of communication in our lives? We have been listening to stories for over 40,000 years, and you might wonder why do stories stick to our memories so well? That's because we are just wired that way. We are very good at storing, indexing and retrieving information in the form of stories. And on the opposite, research shows that our brains are not wired to understand logic or retain facts for a very long time. Our brains are wired to understand and retain stories. (laughs) A story is a journey that moves the reader or listener. It makes them feel different. The result may be action. And that's why using stories as your marketing tool is so extremely powerful. And I called the online program story selling because this is the act of selling your product or service through telling a story. It will help you capture the attention of your customer, it builds trust, it can motivate your customer to take action, you can create context around numbers and data to make them more interesting and relevant, and you can transform beliefs and change behaviors. And this is why I think it's so important to find your true and authentic self, find your story to tell to the people. And make this your main marketing tool because eventually it makes it all so much easier. You're not this salesy person who is telling this and this and this about your product. But you are telling, you are packaging it all into a nice story that people can relate to, that people find interesting, that moves them and inspires them. Oh, I'm just so happy that... Today is the day that I am launching this program for the first time and if you're interested please check the link in bio and join this group because I'm really looking forward to start welcoming you to this amazing program. I'm so proud, so happy, so thankful for everyone who is already in and I can't wait to start. Have a lovely day, guys. Tomorrow will be another podcast about a different um, subject. And on Wednesday, I will upload another meditation for you. Wishing you a lovely new week. Have fun and sending you a big hug. Oh, you have finished the podcast. I'm more than grateful. If this subject resonates with you, please share it in your stories on Instagram to get this message out to everyone who needs to hear it. And please don't forget to tag me. I love seeing who's listening and this way I can get to know you better as well. Are you motivated and inspired to take action? Tell me again, how can I help?